welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. Hello, hello, gorgeous goddesses. Emily Kylo here. Welcome back to the Cool Mom 101 podcast. We've got a big episode for you here today. We are at episode 50. That's right, 5-0. And this is a special solo episode just hearing from me, pals, and I'm going to walk you through my top lessons of 2020. This is going to be a short and sweet one, and I hope you get some value out of it. Um, I think it's really important that we take the time to reflect on what has happened in the past year, whether you do it at the end of the year or not, doesn't matter. I think along the way, it's just great to reflect. And so I thought, why not give a little reflection to all of my beautiful listeners? So let's get to number one, my top lesson of 2020. And this is a lesson I have been learning for a few years, but it really started to click this year. And that lesson is you control your reality. So no matter what is going on around you, you always have the opportunity to decide how you want to perceive it. So during this year, I think this was a really important lesson because there's, there were a lot of external factors going on. There was a pandemic, which really changed the way life looked for most people, Um, There was the offshoots of that where, you know, you can't see your friends and family, you lose a bit of your social kind of life. There's no traveling, which is a huge passion of mine. The economy is not necessarily as strong. So these are all external things. But for me, it was so huge to really tap into this idea that it doesn't matter what's going on around me. I can decide how I react to it. So there were a lot of different ways that people reacted to this pandemic, but for me, I took this as an opportunity to tune inwards a lot more. I took it as an opportunity to work really on my businesses and on my personal development because there was a little more time in a way because I wasn't rushing around as much. So that's just one example of how I didn't create some story about what COVID-19 meant for me and my business. I chose to perceive it as an opportunity, like I said, to slow down a bit, to tune in, to really work on the pieces of my business that have helped me grow this year. So that is lesson numero uno, you control your reality. And the more that you can tap into this, the better your life will be, the more exponentially your business will grow, the better your relationships will be. Like it just, you, once you get this, it really changes fucking everything. And I will share just a little tidbit. And the first time I ever was introduced to this concept, I don't think I was really ready for it. So I was introduced to this concept 
at Landmark. So for those who don't know, Landmark is, I guess it's kind of like a self-development type of forum. And I worked for Lululemon, for those who don't know. It was one of my first um, marketing career jobs before I became an entrepreneur. And at Lululemon, once you've been there for eight months, they offer to pay if you'd like to go. So I went, and at that time, this was probably seven years ago, so I was not the woman I am today, let me tell you. Um, but one thing that really stuck out to me was the concept that nothing inherently has a meaning, that we, us humans, create every single meaning to every single thing. So let me give you an example. Um, say you're texting this cute boy and he doesn't text you back. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean a thing. But you, as the little story machine, decide it means something about you. So in that example, you might decide, oh, this cute boy that I have a crush on didn't text me back. Therefore, I'm not worthy of love. Like, that's where we go. And it's wild. That has nothing, it never has anything to do with you. It's literally a story you've made up. But as I was saying, I was not ready for it at this point in my life. And I will say, yeah, I wasn't ready, but it obviously stuck in my subconscious. And as I started going through a lot more of this work, um, I, I think it really became clear that that is one of just the biggest life lessons you can learn. So yeah, you control your reality, girl, and you decide how you want to react and perceive things and you create the meaning. So why not make things mean something fucking fabulous? That is what I will leave you with on that. So point number two and my second big lesson of 2020 is that community is everything. So I mean, this is something I've always felt strongly about. I'm definitely a connector, a relationship builder. Like Nothing lights me up more than meeting amazing like-minded women or connecting them. And 2020 definitely showed this to me and highlighted it to me. And one beautiful thing that came out of 2020 for me was that with this podcast, I had been really tapping into my networks in Vancouver, where I live. And because of COVID, I had to switch to a virtual format. So I used to do all of my interviews in person in the beginning. And the amazing blessing with that was I have now interviewed women in Boston, in Texas. It's like, it's really freaking cool. I can branch out in that way. And I didn't need to just stick to, you know, my local roots. But I mean, I love y'all local friends, but... It was really freaking cool. And another point on the idea that community is everything. I think my inner community, which is like my best friends and my family, it really, in this year, it really showed me how beautiful those relationships are and really made me appreciate them even more. So lesson number two of 2020 is community is everything. Okay, third lesson. This was a huge, huge, huge one for me because I am someone who is a go, go, go type A person, typically. So the third lesson is slowing down is necessary and part of the process. So I'll repeat that. Slowing down is necessary and 
part of the process. So what I mean by that is burning yourself out, grinding, 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 staying in your masculine all the time is not going to produce the results you want. It's not going to produce the relationships you want. It's not going to bring the business you want because it's just not going to feel aligned. So that's the necessity of it. And I have found in this past year especially that rest is as much part of the creative process as the doing. So rest is as much a part of that creative process as the doing. So this is something I think I had started to understand again, but these lessons take time. (laughs) And what I mean by the fact it's part of the process, the slowing down and the rest, is that when we take the time for our body, our soul, our mind, whatever it is we need to rest, relax, tune inwards, it really raises our vibration to be able to do the things we want to do faster, more aligned, and just with that energy that people can feel. So this was like a huge lesson for me this year because I just gave myself the opportunity to slow down a bit more when I needed it. Sometimes my body was like, Emily, fuck off. I just need to lay down for a couple hours or Emily, slow down, man. I need to have a bath, (laughs) whatever it is. So this was such a big lesson for me and it's something I'm absolutely carrying forward into 2021. So that is lesson number three, slowing down is necessary and as much part of the process as the doing. Okay, so lesson number four, this one is all about committing. So being really committed to your big vision and goals and 2020 has really showed me that when you are committed to those big goals and visions you have the in-between things can flow a lot easier. So for example, you can be committed to anything too. It's like to yourself, to your relationship, to your workout routine. And I'll give you one example from this past year. It's actually with this podcast. So I said to myself, I can't remember when it was, but anyway, maybe like 10 months ago, I was like, you know what? I'm committing to weekly podcasts for six months. That's what I'm committing to. And then I'll see what happens. So I think why this was so powerful of a lesson, this commitment is so key, is that in those six months, I went through, you know, some ups and downs. In the beginning, I was like, good grief, like this is a grind, like, because I just wasn't super consistent with the podcast before, and it's a big vision and goal of mine to really grow the audience, and if I'm not doing what I say I'm going to do, I'm not going to grow the audience, so I really committed to those six months. And in the beginning, it was fucking hard. I wasn't enjoying it. Um, But then somewhere in that time, I believe it was in that time, I hired my virtual assistant, Mafe. Shout out to Mafe. Um, And she started producing all my episodes. So first of all, it freed up the time for me to really do my thing, which is book amazing guests, develop the questions, and interview people, or do these solo episodes where I'm just sharing my thoughts. So that commitment to that big vision, like I said, of me really creating this podcast that serves women and serves mothers who are also entrepreneurs, 
that would not have been possible without me committing to, and what I chose was six months of weekly podcast episodes. And what I'll share is from that, once I hit, I think once I hit like four months or five months, I was like, oh, I'm just kind of doing it automatically. And now I'm at the point where it would feel weird if I just started like not doing the podcast consistently. So that is my fourth lesson for you. Whatever those big visions you have for your life, no matter what area it's in, make a commitment to it and see that through. Plus bonus, keeping committed, whether it's like a tiny thing, like um, one little commitment I made I can share too is that I always have a huge glass of warm lemon water in the morning. It's one of my goddess rituals. And that is a little commitment to my health and wellness that I made. And now, like, not a day goes by that I don't do that because it's so ingrained. But making that commitment, I think at first I started with, I'm going to do this every single week. And then that gave me the confidence to just keep doing it and to add on new goddess rituals and new things to really support my health and wellness. So that is lesson number four, commit and watch, watch things thrive. Okay. Lesson number five, and this was a doozy, um, and again, it's something I keep learning, and that is listen to your intuition. So listening to your intuition, let me start by saying, for me to be able to listen to my intuition, I really need to slow the fuck down, so that goes back to uh, lesson number three, slow down. Um, and tune inwards. And for me, that looks like whether it's meditation, whether it's reading a little bit, um, taking the time out to just kind of be and do nothing. Uh, that is what really allows me to tap into my intuition more. And so what I wanted to share about how listening to your intuition really propelled me in 2020 was that I had dreamt of being an entrepreneur for pretty much my whole life and I kind of kept ignoring it kept putting it off until finally I fucking did it and 2020 the year of the pandemic was the year I finally did it and what I wanted to say about that is imagine if I would have listened to my intuition a little earlier and jumped in So I'm not saying just like abandon your career or I don't know, just dive into something headfirst with no plan. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying listen to those whispers before they become screams. And that that applies to everything in life. Listening to those intuition kind of, I call them whispers at first because it'll be little things that you notice that you pick up on. And I'll give you an example when it's to do more with your like health and wellness is at first the whispers might be, I don't know, like you're, you hear things about yoga, you hear your friend doing yoga and you think, oh, that sounds kind of nice. Maybe I should do some of that. And then you get introduced to a yoga teacher on Instagram or you find them and you're like, oh, that looks really cool. Like I I should get into that. And those are kind of the whispers. And if your intuition is pulling you towards it, Hopefully you would just try it and maybe that's exactly what your body needed at that time. And how they turn into screams, if you do not listen to the whispers, is that you will maybe eventually have an injury because you're going too hard on your Peloton spin bike like me and your body's like, 
fucking slow down. I need some more chill, some more stretching, some more connecting to my body. So that's just an example of why you want to try and listen to those whispers before your intuition and body gets pissed at you and starts yelling. (laughs) So that is lesson number five. Listen to your intuition. And the last thing I want to share is number six, celebrate all your successes along the way. So if you're like me, which I know a lot of you are, you're often in your masculine, which I'm working on. I think I'm going to do a whole episode soon on masculine and feminine energy and how I've learned to step out of my masculine because it's really been life-changing for me. But what I want to say is that if you are someone who tends to stay in their masculine a lot, so you're doing the go, 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 you're pushing hard, you have big goals, and this is all great. This is all awesome, awesome shit. But if you're just always in that energy, what happens is you achieve something and then you're like, great, next fucking thing. And you just don't ever take the time to really appreciate and celebrate yourself. And the reason this is so important is because when you take the time to stop, pause, celebrate, you actually can recalibrate and start reaching for bigger dreams, goals, etc. So it, there really is that point to it. And I think it's just fucking awesome to celebrate yourself and realize how far you've come. And I, I'm someone who's very guilty of sometimes at the end of the year or the end of like a quarter, I'll think, oh, like I'll stick on, I'll fixate on the one goal I didn't make. Like say, I don't know, um, I didn't hit my 15K month goal yet. That's something I'm working towards for 2021. So I didn't hit that in 2020. So I am definitely guilty of being someone who's like, oh, I didn't hit that. Like, fuck, get it together, Emily. And that is not really very helpful um, (laughs) at all. So I want you to let go of that and just celebrate all those successes along the way. Big, small, medium, all the fucking successes because I swear to goodness you have had so many in 2020 Even if you're sitting here listening to me being like, shut the fuck up, 2020 was balls, I promise you, you have fucking wins and I want you to take note of them, celebrate them however you want to. Maybe it's that you buy yourself a delicious bottle of Vuvv, crack it open, enjoy. Maybe you relax with some fancy bath salts and candles. These are a couple of my favorite ways, but do what works for you and for me, I'll just share some of mine. So one of mine was hitting my first 10K month in business. And also at the beginning of the year was when I launched my first business, my um, PR and marketing consultancy. So I launched Rosa Media Co. in, I think it was February. So that was huge for me. That was my very first like real business venture. And it felt amazing to get this out there and start working with clients. And another big huge win for me, um, was having my first coaching client because that is something I've been wanting to do for five years. And I finally got into it. And since then I've been able to work with more amazing women to help grow or start their businesses in cool business Academy. And I'm just so, so proud of what I've created in that program and the success and glow ups that these women are having and they're launching businesses and they're finally moving into this higher level self that they have been fucking visualizing and it is magic. Um, So those are a few of mine and some of them are super small. Like I mentioned my goddess ritual of drinking lemon water. 
but that like celebrate that shit. I was not doing that the year before. So that is a fucking win, guys. So number six is celebrate all your wins and successes along the way. Oh, you guys, I'm just so, so grateful to each and every one of you who takes the time to listen, everyone who's left me a review. And if you haven't yet, and you want to do something amazing for me and for this podcast, please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is what helps me rank and it helps me reach new, amazing women and listeners like yourselves. So I'm so grateful to you for tuning in. I love you so freaking much. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Let's make 2021 another fucking stellar year. And let's get after it. So much love to you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.